Hello and welcome to The Shine Podcast. The Shine Women's Mentoring Service supports women across Scotland in making real and positive changes to their lives following involvement with the justice system. In this episode, we're talking about the overall management of Shine with its National Partnership Manager, Hayden Passy. Thanks for joining me today to talk about your role with Shine, Hayden. What are your first impressions during the initial weeks of joining Shine? Firstly, thanks for having me. Um, I joined Shine just over a year ago now, and I was so excited to join the team as it's an incredibly well-established service that had been running for, at that point, almost a decade. Um, And I felt very privileged to be welcomed into the team and to learn about the incredible impact that Shine has had on women's lives across Scotland. When I joined, we were just at the early stages of commissioning an impact assessment of Shine to celebrate 10 years of service. And I was very eager to get stuck in as it provided an opportunity to work on a project from start to finish, to meet with all of the different stakeholders across the whole partnership and really just to learn from their experience. Um, Most importantly, that project provided the chance to hear stories from the women receiving Shine support, both in prison and the community. And I think listening is just the best way to learn when you're stepping into a new role. So I was very excited to be coming into the team at this really important time in the programme's history. So what is it like being a partnership manager? What sort of things do you get involved in? Well, the role of the partnership manager is very broad, and that's definitely part of why I enjoy it so much. Working across a national service, there's a really wide range of stakeholders, which means that every day I'm working with or meeting with different colleagues, and that definitely brings a lot of variety to the role. I think part of what makes Shine so successful is that it's run as a public social partnership. So that means we're delivered as a collective of eight different third sector organisations and we bring together different experience and specialisms. We also work very closely with the Scottish Prison Service, Community Justice Social Work and our funders, Scottish Government. So my role is very much to work with the team and ensure there's a consistent service which we deliver across Scotland and that we're providing a really high quality person-centred service that's responsive to the needs of the women seeking support. So I see my position very much as a supportive function to try and provide processes or guidance to help the mentors and managers to deliver a really great service. Um, To give some examples of what that might entail, um, on any given week, I will be meeting with new starts to the team for an induction or meeting with community partners to tell them a little bit more about what we do. We also host regular Shine Voices workshops with our mentors, really just to learn what's working well and also where there's opportunities for development. So whether that's within the service or external opportunities for influencing systems change. So there can be a lot of ideas that come from those sessions. And that usually means I'm coming away with plenty of actions, um, but that's to produce new guidance documents or streamline a process to make sure that it's always fit for purpose and evolving, just, just like the landscape that we're working in. We also have a communications working group where we're developing new promotional materials and exploring how we can best raise awareness of the work that we do to make sure that we're reaching and helping as many women as possible. So it's certainly a varied role and one that keeps me busy. It sounds like from that that you work alongside a range of people. 
So, you know, people such as prison staff, shine mentors and managers and stakeholders you mentioned. What do you think is a key that helps you work well with all these different groups of people? I think I mentioned earlier that when I came into the role, I felt like listening was the best way to learn and that I see my role very much as a supportive function. And that's absolutely something that I strive to implement day to day. I try to create space and time to listen to all the different stakeholders and to understand their perspectives so that I can best help them in any way that I can. And that's why over the last year, we've created lots of new forums and mechanisms for communication, workshops, idea sharing, as well as feedback gathering from the women that we support, which is very, very critical. Another element, I think, is managing expectations. So as a large partnership, there's often so many ideas and opportunities for how we can continue to drive the service forward. And we're always having to prioritise to make sure we're focusing our efforts on the most important areas for development, ultimately where we can have the most effective impact. And that can really be a balancing act. And I think that's why managing expectations is critical. Sometimes development and change can be slow or it can feel slow, um, but it doesn't mean that we're not moving forward. And lastly, I think I would say communication. I think communication is at the heart of a partnership approach. And that really comes back to creating those mechanisms for listening and sharing. With so many stakeholders involved, it can be challenging to make sure you've brought everyone along on a journey of change or implementing something new. But it is what we always strive to do because we are a collective and we're working together to make Shine succeed. You just talked to there about bringing people together along that journey of change. Shine's partners consist of a, of a variety of organisations working in different geographical and thematic areas. What do you think unites them within Shine and makes that Shine partnership so effective? This is a really great quest- question and it's one that I would feel quite confident in saying that there's a there's a passion and a genuine caring for the outcomes of the women that shine supports that unifies us as a team i think regardless of whether someone's in a high level position in an administrative or project support role or one of the mentors out there building the relationships with the women i think every single person in the team has that motivation to contribute positively to the outcomes of women through their work whatever that might be And I think this is always really evident when we're able to come back to the stories and the voices of women. So when we're able to share a case study or feedback and can hear from the women themselves what a difference Shine has made to their lives, um, whether that's support to access other critical services such as addiction support or mental health services or enabling access to essential resources like food and hygiene products or being able to help set goals and work towards a positive future, whatever that difference might be, when we're talking about that as a team at any level, I think you can really see everyone's eyes light up. There's a real investment in that person's life. And it's also true when we acknowledge the hardships that individuals are experiencing, particularly in today's climate with the cost of living crisis and the long-term impact of the COVID-19 pandemic. There is an increasing pressure on all aspects of social care and the vital services in people's communities. And I think everyone at Shine is really motivated to help where we can. And that keeps us held together as a team. So for you, what do the fantastic days look like and how do the more difficult days feel? 
for me, I I love the days where we're able to bring people together, um, whether that's online now with remote working or ideally in person if we can for a workshop so that we can really understand what's going on on the ground, where do the challenges lie and what could we be doing differently to make things better. And sometimes it's small process changes we can make. It won't necessarily revolutionise the service or be a shiny new project, but it will make a real tangible difference to the day-to-day of our work, which I think ultimately contributes to better service delivery. I always feel really motivated coming away from those sessions with the team. Everyone's very solution focused and we work together to problem solve and it just keeps things moving forward and evolving and ultimately, I think that's all we can do is, is listen and learn and test new ideas to constantly take those steps forward. In terms of the more difficult days in this role, I think it can be twofold. Um, sometimes there are stumbling blocks within our projects or day-to-day operational work that are perhaps out with our control, just through the nature of working with a lot of stakeholders and different community partners. Um, there are factors that arise that we hadn't anticipated and we just have to work through that, but it might mean delays to, to work or problem solving. But I think the second type of challenge in this line of work is much more emotional. Um, and that's where you're working in a service that's supporting individuals who are often facing multiple complex challenges Predominantly, we see experiences of trauma as well as mental health needs, basic but really fundamental needs around housing or financial support and social support. And I think any one of those factors in itself can be a major stressor in life. But when you consider the cumulative impact on individuals who are facing multiple needs and challenges, then you can recognise the extent of that hardship and vulnerability. I'm always continually inspired by the people that I work with and the positive difference they're making. I mean, we hear these stories and and, and this feedback all the time, which is so incredible. But there are certainly times when the reality of that hardship is affecting. um, And that can be difficult because we're all human. So I think that is the nature of working not only in this service, but in this sector. And that that can be tricky at times. Yes, yeah, I hear, I hear that hate, and obviously I've seen that within colleagues and and myself as well. So, so thanks for that. Um, for you, what is the best bit of your job? So, what is it that makes you come back every day? I am. Um, I think I've probably touched on it throughout, but it's, it's certainly knowing the difference that Shine makes to women across Scotland that motivates and inspires me, and I feel really, really privileged and grateful to be a small part of this team. I think what keeps me coming back is the opportunity to help develop some of our practices. There's, I said earlier, there's so many ideas and projects and continual improvement going on, and that keeps it really exciting and progressive. You know, we don't we don't stand still and stagnate. So there's always opportunities to learn, which is really encouraging. So I'm grateful for that. So... Thinking about that past year, that that past 12 months that you've been um, with Shine, so since you've joined us, what are some of the highlights for you? That's a, that's a difficult question, only because in the short space of time, there have been so many highlights. Um, one that stands out for me would definitely be the celebration event to mark 10 years of Shine service, where we launched the impact assessment. So we hosted this event at the City Chambers in Edinburgh, and we were delighted to be joined by the Cabinet Secretary of Justice, Miss Angela Constance, for opening remarks. We also had guest speakers from across the partnership, and most importantly, we had 
voices of lived experience. So it was really powerful to have someone who'd been supported by Shine sharing their experience and actually talking alongside their mentor about the relationship that they had built together and the impact that this has had. We also got to hear where the individual is now, and I think that was really um, moving and, and inspiring to hear the progress that had been made. I think it takes a lot of courage for anyone to stand up in a room full of over 100 people, but for this individual to be so candid and open and honest with us about their journey of change, it was it really stayed with a lot of people, and I think that was a real takeaway from that event. It was just, yeah, it was amazing to bring people together for something like that. Um, we were also really excited at the event to launch the impact assess assessment. So I mentioned earlier that this was, I think, the first project I'd worked on when joining the team. So it was great just to see it published and all of the stories captured. That's definitely a tool that we'll continue to use to help guide future development for Shine. So I was really proud to see that um, to see that launched on the day. Another more recent highlight would be the Mentor Development Day that we held just last month in Glasgow. Because we're a national service, it can be challenging to bring everyone together. So we make it a priority to try and host these quarterly days for our team to come together for learning, but also really just to build connection and. I was really pleased with the most recent one that we ran because we had such a variety of content. We were joined by Another Way service, which supports women who have experience of selling or exchanging sex. And they provided a really great learning session to upskill the team on some of the vulnerabilities for this population. We also had a workshop to create a new impact and outcomes framework for Shine, which we're excited to be launching later this year. So again, I think just getting everyone together in the room and really feeling that sense of being a team and wanting to develop Shine was very motivating and energising. So that was certainly a more recent highlight for me. Thinking over the coming months, what are you looking forward to? Well, I mentioned there the, the outcomes um, framework that we're starting to develop. So I think continuing to build that and then working towards launching it is something that I'm really eager to keep working on and to be able to see it come to fruition. We're also contributing to a new research project that's seeking to develop entrepreneurial training and support for women who are leaving the justice system. And as a team, we're really excited to be involved in this. There are women that we're supporting in the community who are being interviewed and um, they're participating and sharing their feedback and their thoughts on what their needs would be and how we can help them to build an entrepreneurial mindset. So this is something that could support with better financial independence and flexible working for women. We've got quite a few projects that are running in the background. Um, so there's a lot to be looking forward to for the coming months, but all of this is set amidst the recommissioning work that's being led by Community Justice Scotland and Scottish Government. So we'll certainly be focused on that as well throughout the coming months. What else would you like to say about your time so far with Shine? I've really enjoyed being able just now just to share a little glimpse into to what it is that I do and, and how we as a service work together as a partnership. I'm really grateful to be part of such an incredible service, but also a really inspiring team that are making a real lasting difference to our communities. And ultimately, I'm just really excited to see how we can continue this over the coming months. Thank you, Hayden, for joining me today and for sharing some of your experiences of Shine. Thank you for having me. To find out more about Shine, visit our website at shinementoring.org. Thanks for listening.